10 dangers of the Illuminati. This is part one of an interesting couple of videos we're going to send you here. Now, recently we did a video on the Illuminati with regards to Fatima and it was well received. People have asked questions about the Illuminati and we've only scratched the surface. So we thought it might be a good way to lay out the real dangers that affect our society and have for some time. Welcome to the Kennedy Report. I'm Kennedy Hall. Now, as an aside, I hope this video is approachable and something that you can show maybe some friends and family who maybe aren't necessarily religious. They might think you're a little bit nuts, uh, but they're maybe open to truth. For that reason, I'll try to lay out information in a way that I think is palatable, relatively so, to people of goodwill who might be interested, but understandably skeptical. So throw on your tin hats, get out your holy water and a crucifix, because we're going to dive in to the 10 dangers of the Illuminati. Now, before we continue, please click the link in the description. Consider a donation, subscribe to this channel, like this video. Danger number one. The first danger is that it's real. This might seem obvious to you, but it's not obvious to many people. And if something's not real, it's, it's not really dangerous. So we have to establish this first and foremost. Whether it's in Dan Brown novels like Angels and Demons or secular history books that miss the mark, we've been fed a lot of partial information and in fact misinformation about the Illuminati. But it is in fact a very real thing. We can link a series of articles in the show notes for more detailed explanations, but suffice it to say the information is widely available. Often what you find in mainstream sources is information alluding to the fact that it was an obscure group at one point, but was suppressed and went off into obscurity. And in fact, as I was doing some research before I was writing the script, I found a German website that was saying the Illuminati was just an organization that started to try to bring a more rational way of thinking, blah, 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 blah. Then it was hijacked by this and the other thing, but it wasn't that bad. So the information is out there, but it's not true. Now, it was suppressed in the mid-1780s in Germany, but the ideas of the founder, Adam Weishaupt, were accepted by a majority of the Freemasonic lodges in continental Europe. In essence, the goals of the Illuminati were made into a type of overlay that could be added to the secret Masonic organizations. Not all Masonic lodges became Illuminist. That's true, but the majority did. The Illuminati simply went underground after its suppression, and they morphed into other organizations. In fact, although Illuminism has an organizational aspect, it is primarily a philosophy or method. Therefore, it can adapt. As I said, it was adapted into many free Masonic lodges. But it was also lockstep with the philosophy of uh, men like Jean-Jacques Rousseau, and other Enlightenment thinkers. Thus, the ideas became mainstream in a lot of places. The French revolutionaries were adjacent to the Illuminati goals, which we'll talk about later in this episode. And many of them actually were card-carrying members of the various secret societies. The Illuminati as a philosophy is alive and well and has never gone away. If you see a Masonic lodge in your town, chances are you're looking at a place where the ideas of the Illuminati are played out. That's danger number one. Second danger, ancient heresy. Now, this may come as a surprise to some people, but the, idea of the, the ideas of the Illuminati aren't really modern ideas. The old expression, there's nothing new under the sun, that sort of applies here. Sure, they were repackaged in a modern way by the founder, but they are as ancient as anything. In essence, the ideas are a, a combination of Gnostic ideas. This means they focus on the blending of the material and physical world, denying the traditional understanding of the Bible, and in a way they excuse a lot of sin by confusing these things. In fact, if you go back far enough through history, you'll find other groups who claim to be quote-unquote 
Illuminati. The word Illuminati, Illuminati in Italian, it just means illuminated, which means enlightened. In fact, that entire period that we call the enlightened, enlightenment could actually be called the illumination. It's just what the word means. Um, the Manichaeans were a group like this in the 4th and 5th century. Uh, the Albigensians were a group like this in and around the 12th century. Uh, these groups all in some way confused the relationship between the physical and the material. In some cases, the adherents of these ideas believe that the body is evil and therefore abstain from any physical pleasure because they believe it's only the, the, um, the spirit that is good. And in some of the extreme cases, they actually do things like starve themselves to death because the body is sort of a prison that should be, you should be liberated from. Others, they still admit that there's something passing about the body. Thus, they do not think that anyone can sin through their body. Therefore, all types of immorality of the flesh are fine. And this is as long as you are, quote-unquote, enlightened, which is why you actually see a lot of weird sex ritualism and things in these groups. Adam Weishaupt played on this reality, which is why he even had two different streams of thought for his own philosophical group. On the one hand, he had a set of behaviors that appealed to the moral and moral men who were looking for something like purity, and who wanted to live a pure life. On the other hand, he had a more animal way of thinking that appealed to lustful men. In fact, he would even recruit promiscuous women to join or be adjacent to the order um, to be a part of, let's call them activities for the men, and we'll leave it at that. The Illuminati represents a dark way of thinking that has been around for ages, which is one of the reasons why it was so quickly put together. So it's it's a new organization, but when we refer to the Illuminati today, what we're really referring to is the Bavarian Illuminati. Again, they're not the first group to claim they're enlightened, it's just this is the, the one that we see today that has spread. Third danger, revolution. Our culture has labeled revolution as a good thing, and it's often because this sentiment is expressed as a result of being oppressed by a bad government. Granted, we all know what bad governments are like if we're in a week 65 of two weeks is still to spread. And there are circumstances wherein this sentiment seems justified. And there are historically just rebellions or counter-revolutions or resistances that can take place. However, revolution is an entirely different thing. Revolution is basically the turning upside down or backwards of the order of things. And it's a revolt that literally means to roll back. That's what the word revolt means. Well, a societal revolution is a bad thing. Even in a bad society, a revolution almost always, if not always, leads to more harm than good because it gets rid of the order as flawed as the order is. This leads to chaos, disorder, even when people think they're doing the right thing. Think what happened in the Middle East, the Arab Spring and things like that. Oh, they're getting rid of the dictatorship. Those countries have been in shambles and constant civil war ever since. It actually has not been an improvement to their lives. As bad as leaders were, it hasn't been an improvement. Right in the goals of Adam Weishaupt, the founder of the Illuminati, his plans, we see the following. Abolition of monarchy and all ordered government. Abolition of private property. Abolition of inheritance. Abolition of patriotism. Abolition of the family. Institution of public state education. Imagine that. Abolition of all religion. Well, abolition of government is anarchy. Abolition of private property is communism. Abolition of inheritance is a revolt against the family. Our Lady Fatima talked about this. Sister Lucy talked about this. Abolition of patriotism is globalism. Abolition of the family is strictly evil, and it's also a goal of the communists. Institution of state public education is a way of forming kids in the mind of the revolutionaries. 
Abolition of religion is materialist atheism, or at least Gnosticism. There is perhaps no revolution that more closely followed these goals than the French Revolution. Maybe the Soviet was pretty close. They killed the king. They abolished the order of government. They confiscated the property. They took away wealth from families. They did promote a new patriotism, but it was an anti-patriotism in contrast with the old. They abolished the Catholic religion and tried to force another one. We might add, as I said, the Soviet Communist Revolution, as it was very close, although with some different methods. The point is, the wave of revolutions that we have seen grip our world are easily adjacent to the rise of Illuminism through the Freemasonic lodges of Europe. Think about the timing of this. Late 1700s, the American Revolution was not an Illuminati revolution. That's a myth that should be dispelled. The Illuminati was formed in 1776. It didn't spread to the USA as early as we can tell until about 1786. The Freemasonic lodges in America, Freemasonry is an error. I'm not excusing it, but there is there are different types out there. Illuminism took over more of the continental European ones and didn't spread until after the American Revolution had already taken place. So revolution bad, but different ones. Just for historical purposes, we should be accurate on that. Now, uh, some Freemasonic groups, they'll try to claim that the Illuminati and the Masons had nothing to do with the French Revolution. Of course they would. But scholars who were writing at the time and citing legitimate documents confiscated from the various actors, like Augustine Barrowell, for example, who was a priest writing at the time, they tell us the exact opposite. So I'm going to trust the priests and the historians of the time over the Illuminati and the Freemasons. Call me crazy. Now, if we look at the goals of the Illuminati and we look at the fact that Masonic lodges in large part in continental Europe were Illuminized, and we look at the Masonic participation in the revolutions, it is not hard to make the case. There was a large gathering of Freemasons in March of 1789, in France, excuse me. 266 lodges were illuminized. In the following month, the French Revolution broke out. Coincidence? I think not. Uh, the following is actually a quote taken from a book called Grand Orient Freemasonry Unmasked by Monsignor Dillon. And it's a well-attested work which was endorsed with a foreword by Father Dennis Fahey, who was one of the giants of intellect in the church in the last 150 years. And um, he would not put his name on something that wasn't historically accurate. He says the following, Monsignor Dillon does, about the role of the Illuminati in the French Revolution. He says, quote, The lodges of the Illuminati in France... Meanwhile, carried on the conspiracy, talking about the, the revolution. They had amassed and expended immense sums in deluging the country with immoral and atheistic literature. Uh, in fact, in the same book, it goes on to say, the same author claims that Robespierre, arguably the central figure in the revolution, was one of the foremost members of the Illuminati. So... The trustworthy sources that are writing from citing documents at the time are saying French Revolution, Illuminati, Freemasons, all uh, working together for one demonic cause. So I'm going to trust them over the revisionist historians. You, know, you can visit Freemason websites and they say, oh, we had nothing to do with it. But again, Freemasonry only reveals things when they're advantageous. And of course, they're not going to attach themselves to the bloody revolution. In fairness, I will say, as I said, there are different types of Freemasonry. There is an English brand, they call it sort of Whig Freemasonry. It might be them that are saying we had nothing to do with it, but in the continental European Freemasonry, it was illuminized and it was part of the bloody revolution. Now, this leads us to our next danger, which is one world government. 
Weishaupt set forth the ultimate goal to which the world revolution was ordered. He said, and this is from original writings of the Illuminati, it came out in 1787, said, it is necessary to establish a universal regime over the whole world. Call me crazy, but it sounds like the guy who started the group wanted to take over the whole world. You know. The goal of revolution is to spread to all places. This is why we see the revolutionary ideas all over the world today. Universities, governments, large corporations all seem to be operating under some of the pretexts of the original goals of the Illuminati. We know that for a fact. We have seen widespread revolution the world over, always with movements that push the ideas of the revolution desired by Adam Weishaupt. Now, part of that might just be the nature of what revolution wants, but it's also more than that. In fact, in the late 18th century and early 19th century, we find the Illuminati is established in America. And here's a quote about that. And this is from the same book that I cited earlier. It says, one of the countries to which the Illuminati fled was America, and they formed their first chapter in Virginia in 1786, so 10 years after the revolution, followed by 14 others in different cities. In 1798, Jedediah Morse, who was the father of the inventor of the telegraph, wrote, the order of the Illuminati has its branches established and its emissaries at work in America. In 1812, president of Harvard University, Joseph Willard, stated, there is sufficient evidence that a number of societies of the Illuminati have been established in this land. They are doubtless striving to secretly undermine all our ancient institutions, civil and sacred. These societies are clearly leagued with those of the same order in Europe. We are living in an alarming period. The enemies of all order are seeking our ruin. Should infidelity generally prevail, our independence would fall, of course. Our Republican government could be annihilated, end quote. That's, that's pretty damning. That's, that's pretty to the point. It should be noted that, as I said, there was a strong Freemasonic influence in the founding of America, but the original masonry of America, just as far as history is concerned, wouldn't have been the Illuminati Freemasonry. So, as I said, Freemasonry is an error. No one is excusing it, but they're different organizations. To this day, there are still English lodges that see the Illuminati lodges as their enemy. This is the fruit of turning away from the true religion. You will always have discord because they go after their own ideas. As we're going to see in our next video on this topic, Illuminism was, uh, was not only the impetus for the motivations behind the French Revolution, but also the communist movement that led to dictatorial regimes over huge portions of the globe. Suffice it to say, the goals of the Illuminati were and are a global affair. Now, the final danger that we're going to briefly touch upon today is that of abortion and depopulation. They're linked. Adam Weishaupt himself was a proponent of abortion in his own personal life. He sought to have his own child aborted, who he had with his wife's sister. He had a sordid personal life, let's put it that way. As I mentioned earlier, the Illuminati sought to attract both moral and immoral men, offering two ways of life. Well, since the more lustful stream of the order would result in pregnancies, as you can imagine, it isn't hard to connect the dots that Weishaupt would not have been the only member of the order to do similar things. As we've seen, the Illuminati were at the heart of the French Revolution, and abortion was immediately legalized during the French, the new French Republic. 
It was actually not until Napoleon, for all his faults, and as a side note, when we do talk about the communist revolution, um, there was a period when Lenin first started it where things were absolutely bananas and morally just completely degenerate, tried to get rid of marriage, all these sorts of things. Then always a strong man has to come in and sort of keep the revolution going, but tighten things up because society can't function in a degenerate fashion. Um, Napoleon was kind of that man. He put a stop to this widespread degeneracy, but after a couple decades, an abortion was then again made a crime in France. If you scour the history and ideas of the men at the heart of the French Revolution, they shared a common value of large-scale population control. They had various reasons for this, such as the ideas that there wouldn't be enough food unless the people you know, were killed off, um, but the goal was the same, to kill off many people. We'll still see this today among those who share the ideas of the Illuminati. Pretty much everybody who's educated at a liberal university, they come out and say the world's too populated, there's not enough food. I mean, these are tired old ideas that have been promoted over and over and over again. Whether they know it or not, they're promoting Illuminati philosophy, which is ancient heresy, as we said. In France, at the time, this actually seems to be a main reason behind the attempted genocide of Catholics in the Vendée region, who actually rebelled against this unjust revolution. And there were also mass executions as part of the reign of terror in France. It's a terrible period to read about. Now, the plot was too gruesome, even for the revolutionaries. So it eventually stopped. But as technology has advanced, the goals of depopulating the world have continued to spread amongst intellectual classes committed to the goals of the Illuminati. Men like Bill Gates come to mind. Uh, certain experimental medications have people worried about that. Um, eugenics has made its way through birth control in various countries. The goals are still there. So those are the first five dangers of the Illuminati. We're going to talk about the second five in our next video. If you have liked this video, please subscribe to the channel. Click the link in the description. This has been the Kennedy Report. Until next time, I'm Kennedy Hall.